0: Love, talk Radio. Hey there, this is Carolyn Miller, and you're listening to Weekdays with Murph. It's
1: been a bad day. From worst week I can only break This ain't a losing streak Car broke down Can't find my phone Another month is due And I can use alone Welcome to another edition of It Is With Murph. Today on the show We welcome super talented singer-songwriter Mary Lloyd We'll talk with Mary about her Her uh, career, music And 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 Anything she's working on That uh, that she can talk about uh, uh, This should be fun and, and With that being said Let's go ahead and welcome uh, The lovely Miss Mary Lloyd to the show Hey Mary, how are you?
0: Hey, hey, I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing this today.
0: Yeah, of course. Thank you so much for having me.
1: Absolutely, and 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 as we we uh I I've talked about off air. This was supposed to have been done, I think maybe some, sometime earlier this month, but but uh, but but I came down with the hiccups and. And as you know, uh, as I told you, uh, it, in this business, hiccups can't
0: happen. Yeah, that would not be good. I mean, just like for a thing or two, it would never be good to get the hiccups. And they're just so not fun to begin with. So <laughs> no worries at all.
1: And, and I tried every trick in the book to get, get rid of these things. I tried peanut butter. I tried pretty much everything. And it wouldn't even happen so
0: yeah i don't think i've ever found anything that actually worked either they're kind of just a pain in the butt that you have to <laughs> wait for them to run their course exactly. exactly
1: uh so uh uh what i'd like to do before we get into the the uh the meat and bones of the interview today uh i'm um, just kind of kind of uh uh, Tell the listeners uh, how you got got, um, got into music in the first place.
0: Yeah, so I have been involved in music since I was about six or seven. Um, I started with piano lessons, and it just kind of snowballed from there. Um, a couple of years into doing piano lessons, then I started taking vocal lessons. And then when I was about 12, I started taking guitar lessons, and then, when I was thirteen, I joined my first band um so then from from that, I just you know was involved in bands all through high school and started writing music when I was about fourteen and uh yeah, have just been keeping at it ever since I moved to Nashville uh It'll be four years ago this summer
1: oh nice uh, uh and 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 I know you're originally from from uh, uh from california originally but uh i you
0: yeah
1: no yeah. you know, that begs the question uh uh i'm coming from uh from the west coast down here uh uh how how big of a, a culture shock was that for you?
0: Um, you know, it wasn't as crazy as some people might think, but it definitely was a bit of a shock, more just because the state of Tennessee overall just has a different feel from California as far as, you know, climate and agriculture and Just all of, you know, everything. So, and I feel like, honestly, what was harder about the move than so much, like, from a culture shock perspective, what was harder was the fact that we went from, my husband and I, having lived near all of our family or a lot of our family to having zero family. And we only knew one person that was also from California, a friend of ours, that moved to Nashville a couple years before us. So, he was the only person that we knew. So, I think that was actually... Harder and more of a shock to deal with than necessarily culturally. Uh, and and I get
1: that. I mean I mean uh, I'll just go ahead and say uh, 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 um, Nashville is like my absolute favorite city in this world. And and I've got family that lives maybe about about ten or fifteen minutes outside of the city. So 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 every trip I take to Nashville. Uh, I've got a, a couch to crash on, and and I absolutely love that.
0: Yeah, that's awesome, and it definitely helps when you do know people that, you know, can, you can stay with. And so now it's better, you know, that we have friends here, and we have a place for our family and friends to come and, you know, crash with us. And so that's nice, but it definitely was an adjustment, um, you know, having to start from scratch as far as, you know, making new friends and family.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, and I get that completely. Uh, 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 you know, uh, a funny story for you. Uh, I visited California maybe six years ago, I think it was, five or six, something like that. And, and we took off from, from uh, a Nashville in a rainstorm, okay? and, it had rained like 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 a week prior to prior to our flight. I guess it was getting us us ready for that California weather. <laughs> but anyway <laughs> uh, um, uh, we uh we uh, took off from a rainstorm. Uh we stayed in California maybe eight days, seven days, something like that. Uh so We fly back into I fly uh, back into Nashville. It's raining again. (laughs) I promise you. Uh, (coughs) uh, 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 The second I step off the plane, I'm going, what's this wet stuff falling from the sky right now? (laughs) It literally did not rain a drop in California. So I'm like, what's happening right now?
0: Yep, that sounds about right. Uh, yeah, California is in a drought more often than not. That's definitely been something I've had to get used to here at Nashville is having actual seasons because I was used to it pretty much just being summer year-round. And I do like having seasons because I didn't really ever get to experience that growing up. But in the wintertime here, like right now, February is the rainiest time of the whole year. Yeah, it is awful and I'm so over. It. <laughs> like, please give me it's summer. Brutal. I need it so at least yeah, I at least need some warmer weather.
1: As soon as it snows about about maybe maybe a two inches, people freak out. Uh oh, and yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean, people in Nashville, it still cracks me up because, I mean, I definitely came from not experiencing snow really at all, other than if we'd take a trip to the mountains as a kid or whatever, but here, you think people would be a little bit more used to it, but no, as soon as it, yeah, like you said, snows even just a little bit, everybody just panics and basically (laughs) shuts down, all the stores shut down and people don't leave their houses, it's kind of funny.
1: Yeah, it's 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 weird, and and my favorite saying about Tennessee is if you if you don't uh, like the weather, give it about fifteen minutes, it'll change.
0: Oh, for sure. I pretty much just don't even look at the forecast anymore to see what the weather is going to be like from day to day because it changes. (laughs) So frequently that there's no point because, you know, you could look at it. I could look at the weather for tomorrow right now, but by tomorrow it'll probably be different than what it says it's going to (laughs) be. Exactly. And and that's, I always say,
1: especially during this time, that time of year, our weather is pretty bipolar. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, um, I wanted to talk a little bit about. Uh, um, you've got some some a uh, brand new music coming out um, in about, about a week and a half, don't you?
0: I do, yeah. On March sixth, I'm going to be releasing a new single called "Bankrupt."
1: That's awesome. And 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 while we're on the subject of music, um, this single I played I, I played to, to
0: uh, start the show.
1: I love this thing. Such a good song. Oh, thank you. And
0: and and I'm sitting there uh,
1: as it was playing. I'm sitting here here um I'm air guitaring the solo as it's playing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, uh, fun fact, actually, about that guitar solo. Uh, are you familiar with the trio also from California called Honey County?
1: I adore those girls.
0: Yeah, so if you're familiar with Devin, their lead guitar player, she mm-hmm. actually is an old very old friend of mine. Uh, we had a band together in high school and she is the one that played that solo in Kiss and All Goodbye. That's actually her playing. I did not know that. That's cool. Yeah. That is awesome. Yeah. Uh we had had uh,
1: Honey County on the show probably a couple of years ago, I think it was, and oh, cool! And I want to, and I'm trying to see if 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 they'll come back. I know they made a few changes, and and I'm trying to see if if they'll come back on the show sometime. So Yeah uh, um, I did kind of have some some uh, fun kind of kind of uh, get to know you questions. If you're okay with that. Oh, absolutely. uh, um, If you could go back and change one thing about your career, would you end it? What would it be?
0: Um, That's a tough question. Yes, I think something I would change is I actually wish that I had moved to Nashville sooner. Um, Granted, I do think everything happens for a reason. But that is something that I've thought a lot about. You know, if I would have been able to make more strides in my career quicker, if I had moved here, you know, earlier. Uh,
1: you know, and that makes sense. I mean, I hear that that more often than you probably think. Uh, uh, so, uh, so I do get that. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Uh, because because um um I mean, you wanna wanna I kind of get a uh, a start in your career, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah, for sure. And I just there's so much to learn about the way the music industry works in Nashville. Because um, coming from California, I've been around the LA scene, and it is different. <laughs> I mean, the music industry, granted, it is crazy as I'm sure you know, how small it is and how many people know each other in, you know, all different parts of the country and the world. It's pretty crazy. But um, the way things operate in Nashville versus LA can be different. And so it was kind of a learning curve, um, you know, coming to Nashville and seeing how things here work and especially just in the country music industry. Um, So, yeah, I feel like, you know, if I had been able to move here sooner and kind of Gotten a head start on that, um, maybe it would have helped. But you know, again, maybe not. You never know. But that is something that I have thought about.
1: Uh, you know, uh, I love what you said about about the music industry being as small it is, as small as it is, because because I've been in I, I've been doing this podcast almost ten years, which is crazy to even think about at this point. Um, I started this thing. In twenty twelve uh and I started covering music in fourteen uh but but i I've learned and I found out that 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 I feel like especially in country music, I feel like either everybody knows everybody personally or or they know of each other.
0: Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, I can't tell you how many times I've been at, you know, a party or some kind of networking event or show and I end up meeting somebody and start talking with them and somehow we realize that we both know the same person and it's so weird that we do because it's not like it's an obvious connection, you know what I mean? Like we grew up in... Different places or whatever, you know, and it's like, how do we both know Mm -hmm. the same person? It's, it's just, it all still boggles my mind every time I have that happen. Where it's like, wow, it's really crazy how everyone truly is connected in some way, shape, or form in this industry. It just, it's Mm -hmm. so much smaller than people realize.
1: Uh, Yeah, and and it's so much harder too. I mean, uh, before I got into it. uh, well, I've loved country music my entire life. I, I grew up on it. I grew up on Travis Tritt, Brooks and Dunn, uh, uh Leonard Arms, Dixie Chicks. I grew up on it all. Uh, and uh, and before I got into into uncovering this industry, uh, uh, my view of the industry was: you make a record, uh, you do t- uh take. Uh, uh, I'm getting on the radio, um, um, I'm instant success, and in you're a star. That's definitely not how it works. And I'm, no, I'm, slowly, running <laughs> I'm slowly running that. I'm slowly learning that.
0: Yeah, I think everybody kind of has that view if they're either new to music or, you know, just for people that are just music fans that aren't, you know, a part of the industry in any way, a lot of people don't realize how it works. And I mean, I remember feeling and thinking the same thing as you when I was a kid, that it, it seemed so cut and dry. (laughs) And then you get older and you, Mm -hmm. you know, start learning more and you realize how totally different it is and how many different channels there are. And, you know, it's just, it's definitely not an easy overnight thing. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. And, and uh, I've I've also realized just just how tough of of an industry it is to break into, and 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 I have so much respect for for anybody that's 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 out there there uh, busting their tails trying to make it in this industry. I, I have a ton of respect for y'all for that.
0: Well, thanks. Yeah, it's definitely a struggle. And I think for a lot of us, I mean, I know with lots of my different artist friends that I talk to, you know, we've all had our moments when we've seriously considered giving up or, you know, you start to question why you're still doing it. But at the end of the day, it's just something that you love so much that even when it's really challenging and can be, um, you know, just sometimes can be a negative experience at the end of the day. You just love music so much that you, you find the way to keep going. (laughs) Uh,
1: You know, and I wanted to talk about, um, I don't know if you, Oh, um, I don't know how much you, 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 you've uh, heard about this or know about this, but, but uh, I wanted to talk about CMT, uh, Equal Play Initiative, and and uh and uh, get your
0: thoughts on that. Yeah, so I did read about that when they first announced it um, a couple weeks ago, something like that. When that happened. Um it's yeah. definitely awesome and definitely necessary, and it's nice to see real change happening um, because that's I feel like has been. One of the biggest problems is there's definitely at least been more talk about the issues with equality in country music and a lot of talk about how to change things, but not so much a lot of actual change happening, at least that I've seen, you know, so, um, which is great to even be talking about it, you know, without having conversations publicly and, you know, between artists. I love when I see these bigger artists talking about, talking out about it and speaking out about it, because that's really important to, you know, that's the first step. And then now actually implementing these changes, that's, yeah, I think that's really awesome. Uh,
1: uh, we had a uh, uh, CMT's Katie Cook, who is a very, very dear friend of mine. Uh, oh, um, awesome. Um, here on the show, maybe three weeks ago, and, and 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 uh, I mean, she couldn't say much about it, but but uh, we talked a little bit about about the the uh, the uh, equal play initiative, uh, and and I told her that and I told her this, and I'll tell you, um, I think Leslie Fram and her team, uh, I've loved every single move they've made since they come on board.
0: Oh, yeah, I agree. Leslie and her team, they're amazing. Country music for women would not be where it's at if it wasn't for Leslie. She's such a huge advocate, and the industry could definitely use more people like her.
1: Uh, I I, I absolutely agree completely. Uh, Okay. So another question I had for you uh, on... On, a, on a, a totally different subject is this. Uh, uh, when everything's said and done with your career, 30, 40 years down the road or, or whatever that might be, and you've won a, a major award like CMAs, um, Grammys, you've you won it all. Uh, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave on the industry?
0: Oh my gosh, that's a tough question. Um, Honestly, somebody somebody that just popped into my head as a person I would like to be like is Mickey Guyton, because I love (laughs) how much she is fighting for not just women in country music, but her whole take on wanting to do something for the little girls that are currently (laughs) dreaming about being in country music and making sure that there's hope for them, you know, making sure that there's a path for them. Um, And I would love to be able to do the same thing. I would love to be in a position to just help the next person up. You know, I think that that's such an important part of this industry that some people forget about is once you find success, don't be afraid to turn around and put out your hand and help the next person get up to the level that you're at. You know, it doesn't have to be purely about competition. It doesn't have to be me or you. It can be both of us, you know? Um, And that's something that I would, I would like to, to help with and open doors for the other girls like me, because when I was a kid, what started my passion for music was, people like Shania Twain and Martina McBride and the Dixie Chicks, I idolized all three of them as a a little kid. Mm -hmm. And I just hope that I can show other little girls that it is possible, that dreams are possible and you can do whatever you want to do. Don't let anybody tell you that for whatever reason you can't do it or you're not good enough.
1: And as a, as a male in this industry, who who is such a uh, huge huge supporter of of the ladies of, of of country music, I've got to tell you, Mary, I, I'm right there with you. I mean, I, I'm fighting for you.
0: Oh yeah, I know you are, and I'm so grateful to you for that. We all are because that's a thing too. Is you know, if you're a male in the industry, help fight with us. You know, again, it doesn't have to be just one or the other. And right. I'm not sure how everything got so divided, but it doesn't have to be this way. And, yeah, your, your support and the support from people like you is definitely appreciated and needed.
1: I um, uh, I've said this before. And I'll say it until I'm blue in the face, but uh, but I created this podcast eight years ago for uh, for uh, people to come and and share their stories and and just be heard in an industry where that's not always the case, you know?
0: Yeah, it's not unfortunately. And yeah, and, it's awesome that uh, you have this platform.
1: And and um and I've I've said this numerous times too. I said I've got the platform to do something, and dang it, I'm going to do
0: it. Yeah, I mean you should. Unfortunately, there are a lot of people that either don't want to or don't know how to take action and how to make a difference. And so, yeah, kudos to you if you have the will and the way to do it because we need more people like you.
1: And and I started out in this thing eight years ago, having absolutely no idea what in the world I was doing. I was flying by, I I, I was just I flying by the seat of my pants here, to just just, I uh, uh, just trial and error. I'm going to tell you, I starting this podcast and and covering country music, best decision I ever made.
0: Well, that's so good to hear. I mean, I'm so glad that you have had a great experience in country music and that you found, you know, your home. That's awesome. And honestly, we're all, we all started in this industry, having no clue what we were doing and flying by the seat of our pants. I mean, honestly, I still feel like a lot of the time it's, for myself, it's just a lot of trial and error. (laughs) Me too. We're all in that boat. It's eight years later. Well, yeah.
1: Years later, it's um,
0: a constant learning experience. I'm right.
1: Exactly, uh, but but yeah. Uh, again, uh, um, um, like I told you earlier, I'm with you.
0: You know. Well, thank you. Um,
1: I, I'm fighting for y'all, and 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 I will do everything, everything my power to make sure y'all are heard.
0: Well thank you so much.
1: Okay. Uh um a couple more questions for you then I think we're gonna uh gonna let you go and let you get back to your evening. But uh, uh uh as a creative person, which is, I know you obviously are, are are very, very creative, what inspires or or, or motivates you?
0: Honestly, going to shows and listening to other people is a huge inspiration and huge motivator I've found Um, because I'll get sometimes in like certain writing ruts where I just can't seem to get the inspiration to start anything new Uh, and it's like as soon as I go out to a show it just totally turns my whole perspective around because I don't know, there's just something about a being at a live show and B just hearing other people. Cause it's so easy as a creative to get stuck in your own head. And so sometimes you need something to like kind of snap yourself out of it. And I've found that something that works really well for me. And I think for a lot of other people too, that I've talked to is just going out there and listening to other people play, listening to their songs, um, just and just being in that atmosphere of you know live show really helps. You know and speaking
1: of live shows, uh uh I wanted to get into uh what's coming up for you in the next a few weeks or so uh, uh uh um in the next next uh, a few weeks or so. Uh, uh where are you planning in, in that next few weeks?
0: Yeah, so I don't have a ton booked at the moment. I'm actually working on that. But uh, on Friday, I am going to be playing in Bardstown, Kentucky, at a place called the Old Talbot Tavern. Um, I'm usually there a couple times a month. And then uh, on, I believe it's March 10th, I will be playing in Nashville um, for a writer's round called the Music Biz Besties Songwriter Series. And it's at mm-hmm. just love Coffee on the Mumbrian.
1: nice uh you know and going back to Nashville for a second uh and all the time I've spent there uh <laughs> I've been mean, going to Nashville since like my entire life just just making several trips over there my entire life, but I've never been to to uh um um, um, any venues on on Demumbrian? Never in my entire life. Oh, really? Seriously.
0: Well, it's definitely a newer part of Nashville, um, so I guess it probably is less recognized as opposed to like you know going on Broadway. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, they've got some cool spots out there. Uh, there's like this whole and It's just all bars and restaurants. Um, and so that's become kind of a popular spot for a lot of writers rounds and showcases. So i definitely check it out next Mm -hmm. time you're in town.
1: Absolutely will. And, and, and something else I'm, I'm looking forward to changing. Uh, I live about about three hours from Nashville and I've never been to CMA Fest either.
0: Oh my gosh. I can't believe that you have never been to CMA Fest. That surprises me. Yeah, you definitely got to go.
1: I've never been to CMA Fest. I'm hoping either either this year or next year. Yeah,
0: I hope so. Yeah.
1: I've always heard heard uh, how how much fun CMA Fest is, and and I, and I just think I need to experience it at least once in my life.
0: Oh, for sure, everybody should experience it at least once. And honestly, I've never paid to. Like do the um, Bridgestone Arena shows or anything like that. I mean, there are parts of mm-hmm. CMA Fest where you can pay to see some of the shows, but there's so much awesome free activities and shows too. That's that's what yeah. the only thing I've ever checked out. But or you know, or stuff that's like in the um, Music City Center where it's I think it's ten dollars to get in for the day. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah. there there are so many free and pretty inexpensive things that you can do at CMA Fest. So it's so much fun to just go and. Walk around and hit up all the different little pop-up stages throughout downtown. It's mm-hmm. a blast. Um, that's what I think.
1: Well, uh, that's what what I'm more into. I'm I'm really not. Uh, 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 well, I don't really enjoy those big big uh, stadium shows like like Nissan Stadium every night. I probably wouldn't enjoy that. But I, I'm more into those 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 smaller stages like like the uh, Radio Disney Country stage, uh, 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 all those kind of stages uh, sort of uh, sort of around downtown, like you said.
0: Oh, me too. I'm with you. It's funny you say that because I'm totally in the same boat. I would rather go to some kind of small venue. To see a live show any day of the week over like a big stadium or arena because it's just, I mean, there's it can be fun to go to those types of shows just with there being so many people (laughs) and the energy of it, but it's definitely a more favorite experience for me to just get to be in a smaller setting. It's more intimate, you get to be a lot closer and up, you know, more personal with the artist that's playing. And I love the Radio Disney stage too. That's actually a goal of mine to. Play the Radio Disney stage at CMA Fest one day, so that's one of my goals.
1: Uh, you're gonna get there. there. There's there's no doubt, doubt in my mind um, that you're gonna make it there. But uh, 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 having said that, though, I did go see uh, uh, Eric Church at at Nissan Stadium back last May, and. Holy crap! It was was prob was probably the best show I've ever been to.
0: That doesn't surprise me at all. Eric Church is amazing, and that would definitely be someone that I would make an exception for to see a stadium show. Yeah, I'm jealous that you saw him.
1: Uh, my favorite part of the show. Well, well, I had several favorite parts, but. But, but this part of the show almost made me cry. <laughs> uh, uh, he he uh, was just finishing up "Springsteen," which is one of my absolute favorite songs ever. Uh, he stopped singing; uh, the crowd took it over. I'm sitting there thinking, "This is the 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 uh, uh, coolest thing I've I've ever experienced as a music fan." 50,000-plus people, uh, I'm singing uh, singing the uh, outro of, of of Springsteen. I'm like, okay,
0: <laughs> I can die now. That's crazy. Yeah, that gives me goosebumps just thinking about it. I can't even imagine how, like, chilling of a moment that would be.
1: I'm like, as the music fan,
0: I can die happy now. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, can you imagine, from but, his point of view too, like hearing how so many people singing your song back to you? Oh my gosh, I just oh god, that's such a crazy thought. You
1: know, and 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 that brings up another question that I have for you. Uh, has there ever been been a moment in your career, whether you're on stage or in the writing room or wherever you're at, or 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 in 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 meet and greet lines or whatever, where you're just like, how is this actually my life right now?
0: Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, that's it's those moments that keep aspiring artists going, honestly. (laughs) Because like I talked about earlier, you know, it can be a really frustrating business and um, really discouraging kind of moments when you have those little wins or you play a show where you you know make these new fans that are awesome or you write a song that just gives you goosebumps because you just feel like oh my gosh this is such a cool song. I can't believe I just wrote this you know it's (laughs) definitely those moments that keep you going.
1: And uh and and I'm actually uh actually uh sorta of stepping back into songwriting myself. Uh I used to write a lot in, in uh high school, uh just kinda kinda uh, uh, I'm messing around with it. Uh, but I picked up guitar about, about about five or six years ago I picked up guitar uh, and taught myself to play, uh uh which which a uh, YouTube is a blessing for that. Uh, YouTube is such yeah, a joke. Yeah, seriously. Uh, <laughs> it really is. But, but, uh, uh, and I'm kind of getting back into songwriting now. I'm, uh, I've started this song and, and it's pretty deep.
0: <laughs> well, that's awesome that you're writing again. And yeah, I mean, that's what's so cool about songwriting is that there can be so many different levels. You know, one day you could end up writing that's super deep emotional song that you didn't even realize you needed to get out of you. And then, you know, other times it's just more light and fun and therapeutic. And, you know, there's so many different places uh, to it, but that's awesome that you're writing again.
1: Uh, I can't believe how much I've missed it.
0: <laughs> oh yeah, I'm sure. I mean, I can't imagine not doing it. So yeah, I would, I would definitely imagine that if I took a break from it for a while, I would certainly miss it too. (laughs) Well,
1: uh, uh, well, um, uh, um, this interview has just been so much fun, Mary.
0: Yeah, I've had a great time too. Again, thank you so much for having me. This was a blast.
1: Absolutely. And, and, uh, before we wrap up, uh, uh, I just want to say again that that I'm rooting for you i'm cheering for you and 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 one thing that you'll will probably learn about me is i'm spiritually royal if 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 i believe in you and and what you're doing and i definitely believe in you um 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 i will be your your uh a biggest cheerleader, and you're you're, you're, uh, a biggest champion.
0: Well, thank you, and I totally believe that. Just from following you on social media, you have an authenticity about you that I can definitely see you being a very loyal person. And like I said, you know, we need support from people like you, and we really appreciate it. You know, I'm, I'm speaking on behalf of aspiring artists everywhere. Thank you so much for being such a champion for us.
1: Alright, uh, folks, that's our show.
0: I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna go cry. <laughs> oh Lord. Uh, no crying aloud. But, uh, but seriously, uh um thank you again for doing this and when you've got a uh open invitation back to the show anytime, anytime that you wanna I come back home, you're you're absolutely more than welcome.
0: Well thank you so much and thank you again for having me.
1: Absolutely. Uh, I don't want this conversation to end. I'm going to be completely honest with you.
0: <laughs> it has been a great time. I've really enjoyed talking with you.
1: It absolutely has. Well, uh, I, um, I think I'm going gonna, gonna, to let you go and let you get back to your evening. But, but again, uh, I thank you for doing this.
0: Yeah, thanks so much, Cody. I hope you have a great rest of your night.
1: All right, I'll talk to you later, Mary, okay?
0: Okay, bye-bye. All
1: right. Uh, well, hope you guys enjoyed our interview with with uh, the lovely Miss Mary Lloyd. Uh, okay? Uh, in the next 45 seconds, I'm going to attempt to say this. Uh, we have, um, coming up, uh, uh, not next Tuesday, but next Monday at uh, 4.30 Central. Wait. I, I, I think it's 4.30. It may be 5 o'clock. I'm, I'm not completely sure. Uh, but we have the lovely Miss uh, uh, Alexia Aiden joining us. So I think with that, I think I'm going to – I'm in the episode right here. You've been listening to Weird Bears with Murph. Thank you and goodbye.